Good morning and welcome to Monday morning, May the 15th in 2023 on When I Rise. Today we begin year A, the seventh Sunday of Easter, which is the last week in the season of Easter. And uh, during this season of Easter, we don't have any Old Testament passages to cover on a Monday. So we'll be going through the book of Acts uh, section by section. We're actually going back in time a little bit to chapter one. So today I'll read Acts chapter one, verses 60, 14. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. As a result, those who had gathered together asked Jesus, Lord, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel now? Jesus replied, It isn't for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has set by his own authority. Rather, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After Jesus said these things, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going away, and as they were staring toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood next to them. They said, Galileans, why are you standing here looking toward heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way that you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. When they entered the city, they went to upstairs room where they were staying. Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, Alphaeus, the son, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, James, the son, all reunited in their devotion to prayer, along with some of the women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. This is the word of God for us. So this opening uh, introduction to the book of Acts uh, sheds light on a couple of important things and something, things worth clarifying uh, that may be lost upon our ears because we're so far removed, you know, what, 20, 21 centuries, whatever it is, away from the time of Jesus. And so it's important for us to get back into the grain of the story once again. And so this is after Jesus has been crucified, he's been raised, and he's spending time with his followers. We think it's for 40 days. Uh, Pentecost happens after, uh, uh, after after the Passover 50 days later. And uh, they seem to be tearing for about 10 days after Jesus is taken from them. But you notice the nature of the conversation. These are all Galileans. They're sectarian Jews. And so, of course, like the thing top of mind to them is, listen, for all of our lives, we've been waiting for God to fulfill his promises to Israel, to the lost sheep of Israel. And uh, we've been worrying. We've been anxious. And the things that have been happening through the ministry of Jesus has somehow put light bulbs on, uh, has revealed some signposts of where the story's going. And so they asked Jesus more clearly, like, when are you going to restore uh, the fortunes to Israel? And Jesus pivots from the question and he evades it, but he also answers it at the same time. If you can recall, the promise to Abraham was to have a nation that would bless all other nations. And so uh, to fulfill all the things to Israel means something about fulfilling everything to the earth. Um, This goes back to the creation story of Genesis chapter 1, where the whole earth is a temple, not just one plot of land in Palestine. 
that was occupied by Abraham's people. And so Jesus is saying, actually, you're going to be my witnesses. You're going to be these ambassadors. You're going to bear witness to all that you've that you've seen, all that I've said and done. And um, what they didn't know is that uh, the journey that Jesus is getting ready to send them on, the one that we're still on today, is a wild journey. I mean, Acts starts with this conversation, and it ends with uh, Paul, who was an opponent, a fierce opponent of the church, preaching about Jesus instead under house arrest in Rome, right under Caesar's nose. I mean, this is a wild ride, and they've been to a ton of different places in between, right? Lystra, Athens, all these fantastic places. And so Jesus had to reframe them. He's like, hey, like, if you want um, Israel to flourish, you need the nations to flourish. Uh, and that's short end for the gospel, is that Jesus is the crucified Messiah of Israel because of the ones the, the world's one true Lord. And we find that, hints of that, echoes of that in a place like Psalm 2, where it talks about Jesus getting the nations as his inheritance, like the peoples. The peoples are his possession now. And so they're going to go out and bear witness about this benevolent and crucified risen God uh, that is uh, being offered to them. So that's important. Jesus reframes him. He's like, hey, you're not just going to stick around here, get your passports and your visa paperwork ready because you're going on a journey, right? The next thing is like Jesus being taken up into heaven. And uh, we can't help but think this is uh, Jesus being taken far away from us. But we just go page after page in the book of Acts. I mean, nearly every chapter has got miracles, signs, and wonders. You've got uh, Jesus uh, appearing to Saul of Tarsus, the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9. So, yeah, like we get the sense where he's away, but he's also near. And I think it's just important for us to know that heaven was the shorthand for the Jew as God's space and earth is human space. Uh, we see this in a place like Psalm 115 verse 16, which says that the highest heavens belong to God, but the earth is given to the hands of people, right? And so Jesus is away, but he's not away. Like he is actually quite near. I just love the way that uh, Irish mystics talked about uh, experiences they had with God. They talked about thin places or thin spaces where like a curtain between heaven and earth is so thin that you can actually like hear and begin to discern what's going on on the other side. Like think of like a, a shared hospital room with just that ridiculous, you know, a thin curtain that separates those two beds. Like you're really still in the same room. We should sense that too here. Jesus is not so far away where we're like, well, we're left to ourselves and hopefully he's pleased about what he sees from the cheap seats up in the upper deck. Not like Jesus is still here and he, he's still like demashably at work among his people, through his people, through the rest of the book of Acts. And then you got these, like this list of uh, disciples and they've been on a journey with God and uh, here they are on the other side. Uh, they've been surprised. Uh, they've been transformed and uh, they're, quite, they're not quite sure what's going to happen next, but they're there, right? And you know, of course, uh, Judas Iscariot has been dismissed. He, um, not only did he uh, deny Jesus, not only did he uh, hand him over to the authorities, but he unfortunately took his own life and the book of Acts will mention that got a funny story about uh, the difference between Acts 1-8 and 118 for another time. So you have to ask me that when we have some time in person. Hilarious. So anyways, um, well, we have these like three interesting things here. We've got uh, Jesus returning to the Father, but still near. Uh, we've got the reframing of mission for not just the plot of land in Palestine, but now all the earth is going to be a place where God is at work. And then you have this, this initial seed of disciples who will then be scattered and tradition tells us they go far away from these places in order to bear witness to Jesus, right? And so I think it's important for us as we get to the edge of the season of Easter, we've been celebrating and feasting about the resurrection of Christ. Now it's time for us to remember what we're all about. We're all about 
uh, being communing with our father who's not far away like we're not like trying to wonder where he's at like we, we shouldn't be like what would jesus do people because that insinuates he's gone but um as others practical theologians have suggested we should say where is jesus in this situation and what should i do as his follower like that's actually the modality of the church right so he's near and he's still at work um, and we get to go to this worldwide mission. We get to go to all the different places where God sends us uh, to be to bear witness and to be messengers of Christ. And then this idea of enduring to the end, right? Like you and I, we we some things have gone down with us and God, and us in the church, perhaps. Perhaps we got some wounds from the people of God. Uh, we we could take the exit at any time. Uh, nothing is holding us here. But uh, may we see our face in the face of this list of disciples. Yeah, we've been bewildered. We've been challenged. Um, we don't know what exactly is ahead, but are we going to show up and get on mission with God? I hope that we do so. So those things in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that you've called us to be in your family. We thank you that that means... We get to be near you, and we thank you that, Jesus, you're not far away off, uh, but you are in the controls of heaven and earth, and we thank you that you're in charge, and that bit by bit, uh, inch by inch, person after person, you are winning the world back to yourself, and so we thank you that you included us in that plan. We also thank you that you still include us, you send us, you give us promptings and urgings to be the people of God on mission with you, and so God, as we go to workplaces and schools today, schools getting ready to close uh, for the school year. I just pray that you would help us to make every effort, uh, make every effort with every friend, uh, with every person who's been left out. Uh, may we just be the hands and feet of Christ. Um, I just pray that our lives would be governed uh, by the love of God, and as they are so, that uh, we would know your love at a deeper level today, but would also express your love uh, in more uh, more numerous ways uh, in the days to come. And so God, be with us this day. Help us to be among the faithful, uh, to be counted on. And uh, as you count on us, God, may you empower us for the work of mission. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.